Alright, Redhead Racing Radio. We just watched an excellent race from Music City, Nashville. Andrew Curlin here with Hey Jason Schultz. How you doing? Hey, that's me. And J-Dog. I can officially say, A Dog, that we had a good race. Like, I don't remember the last time we could just say, Oh, yeah, it was a good race. We had fuel mileage. We had cautions. We had problems. And here's the with thing, cars. too. God bless NBC because Amen. they are, you know, the they best. came out swinging with just informing you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you watched the Xfinity race, but they spent probably five minutes on which lane Allgaier should choose to try and beat Kyle Busch. And they were running through all the scenarios, and it's like, well, he's got a better chance on the top because, look, he's going to line up behind his teammate, and he didn't, he hasn't gotten the jump on the bottom. It's like, oh, my God, I missed talking about yeah. racing during the broadcast. It was so great. It's as if Fox just tries to entertain you and just like tells you what's like tries to make it more fun than it actually is. It's not really explaining what's happening. They're just kind of talking about it Greatest and reacting to ever. it. I know, <laughs> and it clearly was. But then as soon as NBC starts, like you, feel, I felt educated after watching a cup yeah. race. I've not felt that way probably since the NBC's last race in the last year. Yeah, and even like when Larson had the trash on his grill, they were talking about how water temps affected the engine and the car, and it was like, oh my God, who knew that you could be informed and entertained at the Mm. same time? I don't know what I said about National Super Speedway here last week. I wasn't necessarily like too high on the racing product it would create, but after that race weekend, I was like, wow, this is actually, it's a a much more entertaining product. It's more, it's better than most tracks, that's the thing. It's better than most mile and a half. Like, way better than Atlanta, way better than Texas. Like, I'll take this track over some of those. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree. I, w- I think I would have liked to have seen a little bit more banking. I think if you add some banking on that track. I'll get to work on that. Try and make that top groove work a little better. I think that would be cool. Did you notice there was a giant cliff off turn two? The what? It was like this rock cliff in turn two. Is this like, a Cliff Daniels joke? No, no. Oh. There was literally like a cliff, like a mountain like rock exposed by the road, like the access road outside turn two. Oh, looked, like outside the track. Yeah, it looked really oh. weird. My friend Mark noticed that. I didn't notice that, but I was like, wow, that is true. It's like a giant cliff. Hmm. Just wanted to point it out. Yeah, I was uh, I was jealous of everyone who was there. I wanted to be there. How cool is it? Like literally like country music came together. It seemed like Brad Paisley, Luke Combs, Chris Jansen, Cole Swindell, Thomas Rhett was doing a concert Saturday night. They were at Big Red, which is Blake Shelton's bar. Old Red, you idiot. Oh, Old Red. All right, whatever. But like, it was so like that. It's your perfect. I wish I was there. And I'm glad Kyle Busch did not smash the guitar. No. Because the Gibson guitar is like, that's a freaking very nice guitar he's being handed as a trophy please don't smash it please you've got to be 21 before you can go to nashville because you can experience the whole like gamut of race weekend not just that track like the thomas Rhett thing you probably wouldn't be able to go to because it was in a bar on broadway but like once you're 21 nashville's the place to be it's it'll be like your favorite place on earth you can have your bachelorette party there like all the other girls do it'll be great yeah I'll have you, you, when are you having your bachelorette party there? <laughs> you can't come back with the same joke. I already made it. Too and bad. people laughed. Just did. Now we're moving on. Okay. Jason Schultz runs tight chip here tonight. I miss, speaking of Brad Paisley, yeah, it was cool on the pre-race show, but I miss Chris Devota as the yeah. like host. Like, it needed a host. No, for sure. I miss her. Like, I don't know why. I, I think I know why they um, 
cut her, but like she was so good at just bringing everything together. And that's what I think I missed out of the broadcast the most. But however, the rest of the broadcast was refreshing because it was NBC and it's great. Yeah, no, I think all around, no more comics. Like it was no funny. No more drones. I was, looking, I was looking at a picture. I'm like, oh yeah, that's what that's Alex what Bowman like. looks like. You know what I mean? And instead of the comics as the pre, like as the Ugh. intro to the uh, starting lineup, it was like the drivers, like NBC Sunday night on NBC football style, like them announcing their name or where they're from. I'm like, they've done that before, but like this is way better than just a bunch of freaking comics on the screen. Yeah. No yeah. drone. No drone at to get all. you dizzy. Freaking Holy awesome. cow. It's been so great. It's oh, so awesome. I love NBC. So, yeah. Um, I could be going to the next two races. I'm for sure going to Road Whoa. America, but there is a chance. Wheels are in motion that I'll be at the doubleheader next weekend at Pocono. So we will see on that. That should be exciting, though. Return to the track. Yes, and Pocono, thrilling track to go to. Yeah. Well, it'll be interesting if I do end up going – um, I've never had a double header weekend like mm. that's going to be. I've had days where the Xfinity race has gone before the cup race on the same mm. day, and that's been pretty cool, but never two cup races yeah. in a row in two days. So that should be an interesting thing to experience. As opposed to all the tracks that just have a Sunday show with no practice or qualifying, that's like probably the best tra- race weekend to go to because you'll have two days of racing versus just one cup show guaranteed. And that brings me to, I have a point, but you can go first. Well, we might have the same point, but that's kind of, I think that's a almost decent substitute for no practice or qualifying is two races in a weekend. I wouldn't want to see it all the time, no. but I think it at least hypes up the second race a little more because you can, there's stuff to talk about before. And yeah. that's what I think the big thing was, you know, um, just watching even just the little things on like William Byron winning practice on Saturday. And, you know, that's been exciting. That ties into my tweet, right? For me to read a tweet. Yes. It's my weekly take a shot at NASCAR sub tweet. It'll be a new segment. I pretty much yeah. do it all the time now. I pre I tweeted uh, Sunday morning, I appreciate the storylines and anticipation a NASCAR race weekend with practice and qualifying creates. Every one-day show weekend seems to lack any intriguing buildup. The more stories leading into the race, the better. Weekly practice and qualifying can't return fast enough. Your thoughts? I agree. It was so refreshing to have stories leading to the race, like practice and qualifying. We talked about this last time we had practice and qualifying. It creates storylines. It creates intriguing uh, moments leading into the race, like Eric Amaral winning the pole. Like I was like, I'm so like, glad qualifying's back. No. That wouldn't have happened. And qualifying yeah. with a stupid metric format screws everyone that sucks or has a bad race. Like him, he's like, we just couldn't never get out of the hole. We kept digging ourselves. And I'm like, God, it's so nice to have qualifying so we can he can overcome that and it can be a storyline that he's improving and stuff. So we need and qualifying. Cool. Practice. If it's on Peacock, like I I'm okay with that. Let's just well, have it. Yeah. There's stuff to talk about. Now let's, let's keep it on NBC or NBCSN yeah. for as long as we can. But if it has to be on yeah. Peacock, that's at least a better substitution than yeah. not having it at all. But TV isn't the problem. It's NASCAR saying we don't want to spend more money. I think we're going to return to it next year though. Yeah. Next year. But like, I want it now. Like this weekend was way better because of practice and qualifying. Next well, weekend is going to be less. I'll say from my side, going to Pocono this weekend, um, I don't necessarily know what, what the content plan is going to look like yet. And it might not be some all 100% my stuff. But um, 
my dad and I are circling. We had Nashville circled on our on our calendar. Didn't end up working out, but Road America circled on our calendar. Phoenix, obviously, going to be a nice race circled on our calendar because we're going to have opportunities to talk to drivers and create content throughout the weekend because there's stuff going on throughout the weekend versus just uh, walk in and load them up on a Sunday. There's not going to be – it's going to be hard for yeah. – capturing content yeah. you know well, throughout luckily, the year because of that yeah luckily you're creative enough where your content doesn't revolve around what's happening in the races and on the track like you do a but little bit access, of that access to people is going to be limited because they're not yeah. going to be there as much yeah. you know what i mean yeah that'd be nice from that point but content wise i feel like you could do it more and that brings me to another point i have another point uh, i sent this to our group chat i think saturday and it was about a chase elliott was talking to the media after qualifying or practice or something. And it was, they were asking him about the PJ one and the track surface conditions. And I'm like, I cannot wait till a day until we have better things to talk about than the track surface conditions in the aero package every week. I said that probably three or four times now, but I'm like, let's think of other things to talk about. And luckily practice and qualifying creates that, but bigger storylines, please. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, yeah, I got I, nothing after that. Oh, I, got, I got way more. Okay, Jason, what do we got next? Well, did you, you've you seen the uh, cooler at a NASCAR track debate on social media this week, right? Oh, I did I did see that water, like people ran out of water. Yeah. Or the, the, the concession stands ran out of water. Yeah, so one fan Couldn't tweeted coolers in. that like 45 laps in the race, yeah. one of the concession stands didn't have water or like food anymore. I'm like, oh, that's brilliant. Don't let people bring in their water or drinks or food. In a cooler, you can bring it in other ways, which ruins it. Because if you're like us, who brought a bag of ice, a bag of ice and water, it yeah. literally evaporated <laughs> in like 30 minutes. Yeah. So my whole thing is great to have a full grandstand of fans again. Great to be able to go to new tracks and new venues and do stuff. And now that people can go back to the race, we want to make sure they enjoy their experience. So we need to stop preventing them from bringing coolers, SMI tracks, and nashville because like coolers are part of the nascar experience it's not worth regaining the money you lost last year for no ticket sales to prevent people from bringing coolers in which is a quintessential part of the nascar experience so that makes me really mad that you can't bring a cooler in like it's just doesn't make any sense you can't you can't like i know i don't mean to interrupt but you can't not only do that but then drop the ball that's an yeah. even that's an even worse step on what happened today yeah. in Nashville it's not only do we want your concession money but we're, we're gonna not gonna have enough for everybody yeah. so it's yeah yeah that's a and problem. then creating lines like yeah 40,000 people there like the lines for the water that you don't have people to bring in is gonna be pretty long and if you run out like it's you're wasting people's like you're taking away from the experience that people are paying money to go to the race to see like if you have a cooler you're sitting there you don't have to go down to the concession stands you just keep watching the race because that's what you're there to do also making people pay for parking i don't oh, think really? most tracks do this but nashville was doing it and that's what caused the traffic problems did you see that on sunday morning uh no oh i did see that the um xfinity cars were trying to leave when the well, couple that's, were, that's, that, i think that was earlier in the week i did not there were our backups leading yeah. to the racetrack this morning yeah this afternoon and it was referenced to because you pay they had to make every single car stop and pay cash for parking on the property leading in and they had like one lane going i'm like that also ruins the experience you're making people pay a ton for a ticket and then you make them stop and pay for parking on the way into the facility like that is not these money grabs are not worth it you gotta make the experience 
like you got to keep the experience good enough so people come back and people want to go to the races. Now that you can come back and do all that, you want to make people go and don't have traffic problems. Like Kentucky 2011 was such a disaster and it almost seemed like we were getting to that level again today where people were going to miss the race. They did delay the race 10 minutes because people weren't getting into the facility fast enough. I'm like, you got to, I get it, it's your first cup race ever, but make the experience worthwhile for people. Yeah. Yeah. And and this is this goes back to the thing. Take it and learn from it. If mm-hmm. we keep having these issues, then that's a larger problem that has to be addressed. Yeah. I have another thing I'd like to say. We need shorter races. Yes. I was so <laughs> I was uh I, we followed the race. I had a Father's Day lunch with my dad and and my grandpa. Um, and we were driving back and listening to MRN to start the race. We get back. I'm like, oh, my God, stage one still isn't even over yet. And then, like, here's the thing, too. With this type of package and hope, I mean, it probably won't be the future direction we go. But with this type of racing, we're going to have action. We're going to have stoppage in the action mm. with cautions and so forth. We can't be having this long of races when we're also going to be having caution flags flying. So the whole thing about that is is uh, let's go shorter races, yeah. higher horsepower, lower downforce, and it about evens out. Guess how long the race lasted today? Uh, four hours. No. Was that I, I would think four hours would be totally ridiculous. It was three and a half hours okay, for, a 400 mile, for a 400-mile race. Like, that is... Wait, three, is it 400 miles? Yeah, it was 400 miles. That is way too long for a 400-mile race. That's probably longer than some other, like, 500-mile race. I bet it's longer than, like, Talladega race. Or I'll maybe add something, that. though. This was the first time in I don't know how long that someone crossed the finish line out of fuel today. And it was at least Kurt Bush. Mm-hmm. And I think there were others. Holy cow, we have fuel yeah. mileage rates. Like, yeah. amazing. The types of things that we can see. Like, yeah. it wasn't, I don't think it was intended. It just how the cautions fell and it worked out that way. But more fuel mileage races, please. Yeah. I agree. Uh, the, that, was, that was really refreshing to hear and see. Jeff, I, wish, I wish Kyle Larson was closer on fuel. That would have made it, especially with Ross Chastain. Mm-hmm. By the way, shout out to him racing his way all the way up to second. That's going to make this playoff bubble actually pretty interesting. I was looking at it. There are like five or six players at least that are within plus or minus 50, I want to say. So it's like everyone's kind of in the hunt, especially with time to go before we get to that Daytona cutoff race. That could be entertaining to watch. And I know Ross Chastain, I think, has been putting together some decent runs as of late. So mm-hmm. he could be someone to watch moving Back forward. Back to the shorter races thing. The thing that prompted that, Jeff Gluck tweeted mid-race that the uh, halfway point of the cup race was an hour and 50. The F1 race took an hour and 27 minutes, and the IndyCar race took an hour and 50 minutes. The whole getting new fans to watch NASCAR and pay attention, a three-and-a-half-hour race is not going to accomplish that. We needed an hour-and-a-half, two-hour races like other series have, and it works. And that's part of the fan experience too. Like pack in an intense two-hour race, and it's going to be way more exciting than three and a half hours of good stuff at times and low points and good stuff. Like short in the races, please. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then my last takeaway from Nashville is like Bristol dirt. I liked this year. Coda, I was torn on. I wasn't a huge fan, but wasn't terrible. But the idea of going to new tracks, let's just do that more often. I know we put a bunch on this year, but we need every year. Just go to new tracks every year. 
let's make that a thing versus get stagnant with the schedule and keep the same races every year. Or even so, let's shuffle up the schedule every year kind of thing. Let's let's keep everyone on our toes on like, oh, where are we going next kind of thing. Even if they're not necessarily yeah. new tracks, let's keep them shuffled up. And let's bring Miami. Just This is going to yeah. be our daily petition to bring Miami back to the championship yeah. race. But they have shuffled it up like the last two years. The schedule has no, been I know. very let's shuffled. Keep it, let's keep it going. Yeah. I want it be like, I think you need consistent dates for tracks. I don't think you can just continually change it because people plan yearly no, vacations know, yeah. and stuff like that. But just go to new tracks. Like pick certain races every year that get rotated and get new tracks in and try new things out. And like I'm not opposed if you don't go to Coda next year, go try another road course. Like stuff yep. like that. Where what was the rumor this week? Oh, the Chicago street course we've heard that. That's right. That's, there's a chance a good chance that could happen. So that could be like, yeah, replace Coda, go to Chicago Street Course. And um stuff like that. Also saw a rumor about like the LA Coliseum, like racing inside the Coliseum in LA. That seems a uh, that seems interesting. Yeah, that would be a what? What kind what? of distance track would that be? I don't know. It's in a football, like we're playing a race in a football stadium. Yeah. I don't know. Quarter mile. <laughs> we're building a short track in LA and then racing in the LA Coliseum. And the stands there, that's not going to be full. Like, that's not going to look good. I just, let's think, let's put some thought oh, in. Wait, hold on. How, how, how many does the LA Coliseum It's got to be over 100,000. Really? I think it's, I'll Google it. But I feel like, that was where they did the Olympics last time it was in LA and they built it for that and they had a lot of people. How do you spell Coliseum? I just try and get close enough to it. Oh my God. I do not. S- yeah. Thank you, Google. All right. It's 78,000. I yeah. don't think, I don't think you're gonna get 78,000 NASCAR fans in Los Angeles to go to a race. If you make the event big enough, but yeah, like 40,000. There's like a lot of today. logistical details that need to be yeah. made about the LA Coliseum. <laughs> I think I'm going to pass. Build a short track at Auto Club Speedway. Oh, wait, you're already doing that. All right, last thing I have to say. As I have been out running and walking this week, I've come across a lot of weird bugs, which I think means summer's back. Like a lot of bugs I do not recognize. I don't know where they came from, but they're out in full force now. So I want everyone to be warned. Watch out for the summer bugs. They're here. Thank you. Jason Schultz, PSA, everybody. Yep, you're welcome. Also, you, when you come to my house every other week, you go on runs. And today I walked outside and it was super humid. I'm like, I would have prevented you from going on a run today because it was like miserably hot to stand outside. Yeah. It was yeah. funny. Yeah. I'm, uh, so my, when I ran at your house, uh, geez, I was going to say last week, but this was this past week. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ran a really good 5K, and that got me thinking about, all right, well, I'm doing the swimming and the biking, so I'm going to sign up. It's going to be August 1st. I'm going to do my very first triathlon, which should be exciting. Uh, I thought it's, you It's only a sprint triathlon, which is actually kind of a bummer because, like, it's not a whole lot of distance. It's, it's a half-mile swim, 13-mile bike, and a 5K, which is, like – nothing like i'm nothing. gonna be like sprinting it at the end but uh that should be exciting to do so um that that hot 5k that i ran at your house kind of like got my wheels turning mm. like all right i think i could do something are, like this are you gonna elements are you gonna wear a helmet cam uh while biking maybe can we live stream it yeah or you can come you can show can up. i commentate it yeah you want to <laughs> just me the whole time yeah i would you good and I could say anything I want. Mm-hmm. 
I can say anything I want in this commentating live stream. I mean, no one's going to be listening, so no, everyone's go for gonna be it. Listening. It's going to be huge. Go, go at it. All right. You yeah. gave me permission to say anything I want. <laughs> yeah, but that should be fun. So we will uh, see about that. Who knows? Maybe the next time uh, next time we talk, I'll be nope. coming back from nope. Pocono. Oh, I thought you'd say you're going to be here again. I'm like, yeah, that's not <laughs> Yeah, I'm going to connect through Charlotte, too. Surprise, coming nope. back. No, um, hopefully it'll be a exciting next couple of weeks. So, Bet. Yeah, we will Bet. see. Bet. All right. To, if you want to see Jason's weekly take a subtle shot at NASCAR tweet, follow me at Hey Jason Schultz. I promise to bring those when I think of something. I tweeted about the coolers this week too. Also, SRX had a great behind-the-scenes video of their first race from my friends at Lakeside Media Company. Killer content creators, killer content. Go check that out. All right, that's the show. Hey, Jason Schultz. You can also follow me at Andrew uh, Curlin TV. Pass. Uh, it's going to be a slow this week, and then I think everything's going to start picking back up. I want to do – we're going to start getting back to some consistent, fun stuff. Uh, we've been brainstorming a bunch of stuff to do at Road America, maybe potentially at Pocono, and then we'll see where the rest of the summer takes us. I think there's going to be some other opportunities, but – we're going to get back at it. We're going to be back at the track. It's going to be exciting. I can't wait. So um, that's what we got in store over here. Well, agreed. And some exciting news coming up. I'll probably be able to share it after next week um, about about that TV opportunity mm. that we were talking about earlier. So I thought it was happening at Road America. Yes. It's going to be Road America weekend, but I'll share more details probably be able to next week. I wonder if we'll be able to watch it on NBCSN. I think we might. I think that's we will. That's crazy. Like maybe before a practice or after a practice or something? Potentially, yeah. Well, wow. I could probably say this. It'll be, well, you basically did just say it. Um, <laughs> I know. I, I was know. just talking, I was talking hypotheticals. Yeah, yeah. So it, our show is going to be 5 o'clock. I don't know if that's Eastern or Central. Still have to figure that out. But 5 o'clock after Xfinity practice, July 2nd. It's a 30-minute program. It's a pretty good time slot. So make sure you set your DVRs uh, for that. I hope it's central because I don't know if I'll be home in time if it was not. On Friday? I don't have a DVR, so I need to. Damn it. Get a DVR, Jason, in time. You can pay for one. Stay late. Stay late at work. Watch it from work. You're not very intimidating. You're not very intimidating. Well, hey, actually, let's figure out when Xfinity practices. Oh, that's Pocono. This is great TV. I mean, podcast. It's not a TV show. What am I talking about? I think it is going to be 5 Eastern. The outro music's playing. Get in quick. Because practice one is at 3.05 Central. We're confusing the people. We'll just tell them next week. We'll, t- we'll figure it out. Okay, Anyways, thanks. all right, everybody. Sorry, sorry we'll for Andrew talking so much there. I apologize as the co-host of the show. I won't let him talk this much anymore. Peace. Okay. Got anything to say? That's it. Bow down. down.